is the Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening and welcome along to News Talk 1010. This is the Vinny White Show. Good evening to you. This is a selection of pan-fried news dumplings. Minced news stuffed into an opinion wrapper, pan-fried in professionalism, then squirted with a sauce that can politely be described as peculiar. A look back, as always, at this week's news, and this week only, a special look back at more than that. More news on that coming up soon, but all you need to know, really, is buckle on in. It's the 29th of October, 2017, Vinnie White doing the Vinnie White Show on News Talk 1010 Toronto. Hello. We do our usual dose of looking back at this week's news, including Bernie Sanders being in Toronto, Xi Jinping being in power again, and Trump doing whatever it is that Trump does, just slowly dismantling the world, as far as I can see. Uh, All that coming up, but don't tune out. There'll be other fun stuff anyway. Also, a special announcement, a very big and special announcement about this radio show. Huge. So big, you cannot leave. You mustn't. Don't go outside. The evil people are there. You must stay within my bosom. Actually, it's quite nice doing that voice because it's Halloween as well, so it seems to fit rather well. If uh, anyone has any spare voiceover work for someone scary slash generally hostile, my name's Vinnie White. Hello. Why don't you come inside? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, quite good at that. Um, right then, we'll start with... Should we start with the big announcement? No, let's delay it and put you through a torturous moment where we talk about everything other than the announcement, which is quite a big announcement, to say the least. In fact, as announcements go, this one is, like, bigger than a small announcement. And definitely, I would say it's actually larger than a medium-sized announcement. Yeah, it's not like a declaration of war, but it's pretty big. Starting then with a look at the papers and the Toronto Sun reporting on the most popular Halloween costumes this year. Probably not that surprising. Number one costume this year for Halloween across North America is the American president and head evildoer Donald Trump, uh, because we don't see enough of his orange glow and little mouth, otherwise known as the Fountain of Lies. Fountain. Lies. Nobody lies like me. Nobody. Actually, that would be one truth that he could possibly say. Nobody lies like Donald Trump. Nobody. Um, Anyway, he's everywhere. He's ubiquitous. And uh, this depressing, wealth-obsessed bigot uh, will be all over the streets for the next few days as well. We can only hope that the real one uses this as an opportunity to escape. So he just disappears in amongst all the other Trumpy one piece. You know, before the last remaining morons that think he's doing a good job realise that he's not. And he has the morals of Jack the Ripper and the brains of a hospitalised cage fighter with a heroin addiction. Uh, Trump this week, by the way, there's always something, isn't there? I mean, daily there is, but let's just catch up with what he's done this week. Trump this week congratulated the president of China for getting another term in power. Uh, He said he did very well indeed to get it. Perhaps slightly overlooking how communism works. This is, after all, a sheer dictatorship, uh, something Trump will soon be imposing, no doubt. He said of the uh, re-elected, if it is an election, Xi Jinping, uh, this fantastic quote. I'm going to do this word for word. I was going to play a clip of him, but I, I want to do it word for word slowly. This is what Donald Trump said about Xi Jinping, arguably the most important man in the world, president of China. Here we go. This week, he said, We have a good relationship. 
People say we have the best relationship of any president president. Because he's called a president also. Now, some people might call him the king of China, but he's called the president. Brilliant. Absolutely on fire, as always. Um, I never mentioned the fact that a few weeks ago, by the way, Donald Trump said the word uh, Nambia. Did you ever hear that one? I mean, there's so many, it's hard to know where to start of late, so I'll pick one from the archive. A couple of weeks ago, he said uh, Nambia when talking about Africa. He said, isn't the country of Nambia doing well? A country that doesn't exist. Um, a lot of people think that he'd, he'd got confused and mixed up Namibia and Gambia. It's probably more likely he mixed up Gambia and Narnia. Anyway, that's the fact. There'll be a lot of Trumps around tonight and tomorrow night. Toronto Sun found the best-selling costumes this year uh, by asking Candy Costume Shop in Toronto and expanding their search out. Uh, in the Candy Costume Shop of Toronto, quite a big costume shop, one costume may feel uh, to a lot of people that it's crossing the line. There was uproar this week when Anne Frank, yes, an Anne Frank costume, was touted for sale online at the Candy Costume Shop store in Toronto. The manager says he believes the outfit was taken out of context. Not sure what context it was taken out of. Uh, in his defence, he said, there's lots of costume companies that bring out costumes for schools, events and stuff like that. Always a good argument when you finish a case with and stuff like that, I think. Um, but I'll read out his entire quote. There's a lot of, co of costume companies that bring out costumes for schools, events and stuff like that. So that's sort of where the Anne Frank outfit is. It's not really a Halloween costume. I mean, I understand why people are sensitive about it, but uh, that wasn't the idea that the costume was for. <laughs> what was it for then? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> people are offended. Why? That They shouldn't have been offended because it wasn't designed to be offensive. Oh, that's fine then. Even I think that's unnecessary. An Anne Frank costume. What next? Next year, look out for Hitler. Oh, that probably already exists. Worse. They'll be worse next year. Oh, I don't know. The Las Vegas shooter? Is that too soon? How low do we have to go? Pierce Morgan? <laughs> and welcome back to the Vinnie White Show here on News Talk 1010 here in downtown Toronto. Only I'm not in downtown Toronto, I am in England. And that's probably a very good thing to mention because it's time for a pretty big announcement. Um, so yeah, I guess I won't mess around, I'm just going to come out with it. Um, you are listening to the Vinnie White Show on News Talk 1010, but this is the last ever show for News Talk 1010. I'm very sorry to tell you that, um, but it's the way it is. So let me just explain a couple of things. Um, first of all, how, secondly, why, thirdly, what next then, and um, fourthly, should I panic and cry? 
let's run through those starting with how 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 is this the last show for news talk 1010 well let's go back to the beginning of news talk 1010 which is about five or six years ago when i started here and on news talk 1010 i used to live in canada that was the thing and when i left canada a few months ago i thought i was coming back to explain just very simply what i mean the original reason for moving here to the united kingdom was to come here for summer and to live in London, and from there I could be a sort of base, and I could um, help my slightly elderly mother, uh, elderly, but although she stubbornly would not describe herself as that, um, as she ages, with, um, you know, things that you have to help your mum with when she gets old. And my siblings live here as well. I've got a brother and a couple of sisters that live in and around the sort of London area. So it was a logical thing to do, to come back for summer. Um, But what I didn't expect to happen is that... I would really fall in love with London, and um, and I really love Toronto as well, but um, yeah, well, it's not a choice between cities, it's a choice between circumstances. Life gets in the way. Uh, my girlfriend, who's Canadian, came out to live here and got a job, and I evidently don't need to be in Toronto. Um, I have a company there, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, it's called mrphotocanvas.com. And uh, it seems to be running quite well without me. Um, I have a member of staff who does everything for me and seems to be doing quite a good job of it. So it was probably a couple of months ago when I started thinking, right, I should probably book a trip back to Toronto and carry on with my life there. And then it suddenly occurred to my girlfriend and I, actually, maybe not. I really like being in Europe. And um, although Brexit's been a bit of an abomination, the fact is that you can still travel to Bulgaria, as I will do in a couple of weeks, for you know, $40, $50, something like that, and various other European countries whenever you want. And it's warmer, and it's, yeah, there's a few pros to it. There's also a few cons to it. For example, the cost of rent, which is now about one kidney per month. But yeah, that's the plan. I'm staying in London, and that is why recently... I've had a chat with Mike Ben-Dixon, who has been just fantastic throughout this entire process. And I said, uh, I don't think I'm coming back to Toronto. And he, who has incredibly generously let me do this show from England, and in fact Norway and Vietnam and Japan since I left Toronto, said, um, well, listen, man, if you're not coming back, uh, that might be the end of things. And I agree. So there's no argument. And he's been nothing but absolutely fantastic throughout this entire process. So it turns out that this is the last radio show that I will do for News Talk 1010. And it might come back one day if I do move back to Canada, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. There's a lot of stuff to do in this world, and there's a lot of places to visit. And as you may have noticed, I'm a bit of a keen traveller, so I think I'll be doing lots of that. So that's how. That's how it's the last show on News Talk 1010. Why? Well, that's kind of explained as well. I guess that's because I don't live in Toronto and I don't plan on living there anytime soon. So that's that put to bed. Uh, What next then is the next question. And then should I panic and cry? What's next then? Um, Well, after a few weeks hiatus, this podcast will continue. And I very much uh, recommend you subscribe to it through iTunes at Vinnie White. And it's spelled V-I-N-N-E-Y white.co.uk. And uh, you can just type in Vinnie White in iTunes and I'll pop up and you can subscribe to it. 
Um, I don't know what's to come. Um, I suppose it's quite a good opportunity to say if you know anyone with a, a radio station in London that's uh, you know not doing very well and needs a shining, bright, huge and sexy, uh, all right, shining, bright and huge personality, uh, then it might be worth letting them know that I am kind of looking for work. So maybe radios to come. I'd like to think I might get into some vlogging, maybe some television. I don't really know. But we'll see. It's not the end of the road. I can't not do radio and or broadcasting. I obviously need it in my life. Frankly, it's like a wife. I need to uh, rant about the state of the world and project myself into how it should be better. I don't think I've achieved a great deal in the last 10 years looking at who's been elected in the United States and what's happened to the British political system. But it doesn't stop me having a bloody good rant and I will continue to do so. So in answer to that last question, should I panic and cry? I think the answer is yes. You should panic and cry your eyes out and uh, don't sleep for hours on end and drink heavily. And maybe take some opioids. Uh, or, probably the more sensible answer, no, don't worry about it. It's just a radio show and it's just going on a brief hiatus and will come back in a weird and peculiar manifestation of its former self. Not a shadow of its former self. A new and sexier, upgraded version. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So that's where it leaves us. You won't be hearing me on News Talk 1010 anymore. So, what does that mean for the rest of this show? Well, I figured it would be a pretty good opportunity to do some thank yous and look back at some of the fantastic opportunities that I've had since I moved to Canada 12 years ago. I may have been working on News Talk 1010 for about five years, but I've actually been on the radio for about 10 years, 11 years in Canada. And I thought it would be a good opportunity to go through a jaunt down memory lane as we look at some broadcasting archive classics from my peculiar um, moment. In compiling them, I have to say that I did get a little bit tearful. Um, I've become extremely attached to Canada radio and my beautiful life. And in starting a new chapter in England, although there's theatre and architecture that's amazing and people that I know and family and all that kind of stuff, I really feel like I've lost something in Canada. And I'm so glad that I am now Canadian with a Canadian passport, which means I can come back and visit on a regular basis. So you haven't got rid of me yet. Welcome back to the final Vinnie White show on News Talk 1010. It was announced earlier, and for the rest of the show, we'll be looking back at my journey through radio over the last 10, 11, 12 years, whatever it's been. I can't remember because I'm quite old. We started in Ottawa. I moved to Canada for a woman. I'm no longer with her. She moved to Guatemala. That's the effect I have on women. But when I moved to Canada all those years ago, I moved to Ottawa because that's where she lived. And I got a job on Bob FM. I'd done some voluntary radio work and a bit of radio work in England, but I'd never been a proper, proper broadcaster. So I was confronted with Canadian music, including Colin James. This is from the archive about 10 or 11 years ago. Vinnie White on Bob FM in Ottawa. The absolutely ridiculous lyrics of Colin James, Chicks and Cars and the Third World War. He says in that song that, that the only things worth dying for are chicks, not really, cars, absolutely not, and the Third World War. Well, it depends what it's over, doesn't it? If the Third World War is over bacon, then I would say it's certainly not worth dying in the Third World War. You can't be that patriotic to agree with your country's stance on a war that hasn't even happened yet. What's that? Winds me up. Looking back through the archives, 
You're listening to the Vinnie White Show, the final Vinnie White Show on News Talk 1010. That was back in the day in Ottawa when I was working for Bob FM. In those days, I used to have an explanation of exactly who I was at the beginning of every show. It sounded a bit like this. Vinnie White is a British radio announcer living and working in the capital of Canada in Ottawa. He does his thing on 93.9 Bob FM on your radio and 939bobfm.com online. More podcasts, a link to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, and just general information on Vinny can be found at www.vinnywhite.co.uk, spelt V-I-N-N-E-Y-W-H-I-T-E dot C-O dot U-K. Now enjoy some recent snippets of that lovable, daft radio monkey that is Vinny White. Live from the capital, my name's Vinny. I was a little bit premature there, wasn't I? Often a problem. Uh, see what I did. Uh, 623, uh, good evening to you. My name is Vinny and this is Bob FM. So we're all acquainted now, that's good. Uh, we play music, we've got lots of good stuff, so now you know what's going on. It's really quite bulk standard radio, really, only it's um, slightly more interesting than a lot of the cheese that you tend to pick up on the airwaves here in Ottawa. I like to think so, anyway. Occasionally I'm a little bit cheesy, but that's... Uh, a byproduct of osmosis. I listen to everyone else and sometimes I get a bit cheesy back. Uh, good evening and welcome along. You know what I mean? I sometimes do that accidentally. I'm not challenging the Canadian accent. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not really in any position to do so, but I do find sometimes other DJs in Britain and Canada do tend to be a little bit, uh, high. Uh, it's just fantastic. What do you think of the weather? Oh, it's great. It's raining. Oh, yeah, but it'll be sunny soon. Ridiculously over-optimistic. And that's not really me. Anyway, I don't know where that monologue came from. Yeah, perhaps I never really was cut out for cheesy music radio, but it lasted a good few years in Ottawa, and I had some of the best times in my life there. That, there is no doubt. Amazing stuff. Many years on Bob FM, I did. Mostly in the evening show, but then I did a little bit of afternoon show, and in the end, I was promoted to the flagship, the Big Bananas, the morning show. If you're in radio, the morning show is the biggest show you can have, and it's usually the best money as well, which is great, but it does mean you have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. I managed to get up a little bit later, and I remember setting my alarm for 4.44, because I'd worked out, even if I drive through all the red lights, which is something I did every morning, it was Ottawa, it was easy to do. Um, that is the latest I could possibly set my alarm, 4.44. It didn't go very well, the breakfast show, in all honesty. It only lasted seven months. I was confronted with a co-host called Sandy, who had uh, a personality that clashed very much with mine. Um, I really didn't like her, and she really didn't like me. So it was probably not the best magical mix of personalities you could have for morning radio. But there were good moments. Here's one of the takes from that morning show when Sandy wasn't there which were probably the better times. Not her fault. No, actually, yes, let's not mess around. It was her fault. She wouldn't let me say anything. I couldn't even say the word orgasm. I couldn't say the word orgasm. And one day she had a go at me for saying the word gay. Very peculiar woman. It was never going to work. Anyway, when Sandy wasn't there, as I say, the radio show was very good in the morning. So this was a little snippet of the morning show in Ottawa about seven years ago or something like that. Bob's Breakfast with Sandy and Vinny. Billy and Sandy, although Sandy's off this week, so Mel is uh, doing her ting. 
And Hammer, of course, pushing buttons and joining in as we go at 7.38. And it's time for our new feature, Getting to Know You Through Philosophy. Last week, we did quite a few philosophical questions, five every five days. And I think we can all admit that we all learnt something. We've all come quite a long way. Perhaps we've deepened our mind, broadened our horizons, started thinking outside the box. Wouldn't you say so, Hammer? Yes, and he talks like this the entire segment, Mel. Is there a way to make him stop doing that? No. You could use some violence. <laughs> we could. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past us. You've done it before. <laughs> Imagine if this was normal and I spoke like this on a daily basis. Well, you wouldn't work here now, would you? <laughs> <laughs> At least I wouldn't get called Australian every day. Every day. Side note. <sighs> Got to get over that. Five times on Saturday I got called Australian. Five? Five. Five. And the last one was... Are you starting to think that you are? It was a convenience store in Pontiac, which is just south of nowhere. <laughs> Pontiac. Down the road. Morning, Quebec. <laughs> um, that, now, that's funny. That is funny. There's some funny people there. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm British, so henceforth I haven't got very good teeth. But let me tell you something. My dental work was something there. It was pretty damn good. I was the hottest guy in town. And uh, I said, I lost it with her, actually. Oh, I said, no. no, I'm not! And then I thought, oh, my God, that was a ridiculous overreaction. I went, sorry, I'll just take this and go. Bye. <laughs> Let's get back to our feature. Getting to know you through philosophy. Today's question. Would you like your spouse to be both smarter and more attractive than you. Would you like your spouse to be both smarter and more attractive than you? And we'll start with uh, Mel today. I don't have a spouse. Well, that's that's fine. But <sighs> this in a hypothetical scenario, if uh, you were, you know, going to get one, would you like him to be smarter and more attractive than you? Smarter and more attractive? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> what are the chances he's going to be? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Ego FM. <laughs> Hammer, would you like your spouse to be both smarter and more attractive than you? Yes. Most definitely more attractive. And most definitely, it doesn't really matter who uh, the possibility is, she will be smarter than me. Oh, bless you. And in, in actuality, my wife is both better looking and smarter than myself. And listening, by the sound of it. Yes. Um, okay. Alright, Vinny. Well, how about you? Would you like your spouse <laughs> to be both smarter and more attractive than you? I don't like what? the way you're <laughs> sniggering. <laughs> I think we can all see that whoever I pick, should I find her in a zoo, she'll be better looking than I. <laughs> However, um, yeah, they say, don't they, there's an expression, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, make an ugly woman your wife. It's not an expression, it's from a song. Oh, well, it's an expression now, because <laughs> I've just taken it out of context. Um, so, for that, for that, and I Why? adhere to that to a certain degree, because... There's a number of flaws with extraordinarily attractive women. First of all, they're very heavily reliant on their looks sometimes. So you might find that they're somewhat more shallow than, uh, than slightly less attractive people. Not always, but there is a certain amount of pretension that often goes with good looks. All right. I would like her to be definitely more intelligent than me, which is easy enough. Um, uh, but not really... I'd like her to be as attractive as me. So, ladies, little listening right now, if you ever end up marrying Vinny, know that it's because he thinks you're <laughs> ugly. Fact. 
can we one day play this bit of audio at my wedding <laughs> so my delightful wife can hear just how incredibly ugly I think this year? An archive recording there from Bob FM in Ottawa back in the day. If you've just tuned in and you're wondering why I'm playing peculiar samples of me about seven years ago or something like that, um, it's because this is the final show of mine on News Talk 1010. Now, after Ottawa, I moved to Toronto. And at first, I wasn't sure what to do. I decided to get into radio here, having been fired in Ottawa, was going to be quite difficult. So I did what any man would do and uh, climbed up a fence outside News Talk 10 and put up a massive banner with my face on it and asked the manager to listen to samples. Somehow, not quite sure how, that worked. Um, And I ended up meeting Mike Ben Dixon after a brief interview on the Jerry Agar show about the uh, difficulty of finding work in Toronto and the lengths that people go to it. Mike Ben Dixon is the controller of News Talk 1010 and he and I became very good friends. He's a fantastic guy. Uh, and he likes a pint, as do I. So he was always going to be good buddies with me. So, yeah, Mike gave me a job here on News Talk 1010. Now, I could pull out lots from the archive, but for me, one of my favourite shows that I've done over the last five or six years in Toronto had to be when we had a pig in the studio and Amanda and her friend and the pig's owner. Let's have a look at that little bit of archive footage, shall we? As we go back... Taking a trip down memory lane, listen to previous Vinnie White shows. News Talk 1010 has been one of the best, if not the best, experience in my life. And this particular show was a particularly good laugh. This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Oh, it's all kicking off. I don't even know what's going on anymore. The pigs were pain in the ass. It's a lovely pig, but I didn't expect it to be this difficult. That was one of the weirdest moments of my life. I got a phone call from Aaron, who's coming onto this radio show with his pet pig, and he sent him outside. So I went downstairs to let him in. It's snowing, which is, what's going on there? I, I could do a 10-minute rant on that. And then he's got a pig in the snow. <laughs> Just walking down, he looked really weird. Then we had to coax him up the stairs. He wasn't happy with that. And he's so fat now, we can't pick him up. So we stuck him in an elevator. Anyway, we've got a bit of snack food, pig snack food. They're not fussy. And... Um, We've got him up, and I can see him. He's on the other side of the glass, but he won't. He, the last few steps for a pig are quite hard. Bring him in. Amanda Capito's going to get the door. Come in, pig. Come in, bacon. You've been so incredibly responsive to your owner in the last 20 minutes getting up the stairs. I'm sure you'll definitely respond to me. Oh, he is actually coming in. Oh, my God. So Amanda Capito, <laughs> who works here, um, is here, and... She's brought in two of her girlfriends because as soon as you say, my friend Vinny's got a pig, <laughs> apparently women just. We I don't even know. The amount of radio shows I've done in the history, do you think any chicks have ever come in? No, but you bring a pig in and they're all over it. So there's, there's three girls in here and there's Aaron who owns the pig. We'll get onto the pig in a minute. Um, and he's got, a, on the end of a, a lead that you might find normally a dog on the end of is uh, what can only be described as a massive pig. Um, can you come round to a microphone? Anyone you like. Yeah. At this point, you can't be fussy. This pig is huge. This pig is huge. It's a well, whole it's, lot of pig. It, it's definitely a through and through micro pig. Real real pigs are like 800 to 1,200 pounds. So with contacts, he's, he's actually quite small. Is quite he? Small. He's no Wilbur, is what a- I'm Amanda, saying. Amanda, can you move Aaron's mic up just a little bit and then attempt to give, give Bacon the pig a microphone? 
Didn't know you'd be working on this today, did you? Signed up as a job for a news anchor, yes. and all of a sudden, it's like yeah, miking up a farmyard. Up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike. can we hear the pig? Well, now, after all this effort, he How would be bloody oink? mute, wouldn't he? Does he oink? He, he oinks and grunts a little bit. He uh, he's, more, he's good at making his opinion known when he doesn't get his way. I'm sure, I, as I witnessed, he was not happy oh, to do really? the stairs. <laughs> All right, I actually, I'm actually equipped for that as well. I've got, uh, just need to rely on the baby bag, so to speak. I'm and, very uh, pleased. He's, this is a disaster piece of radio. The pig is mute, apart from his rear end, which has produced a lovely little oh, present for everyone. If, Mike ben, ben Dixon, you're listening to this, obviously there isn't a pig in the studio, really. <laughs> we wouldn't be that stupid. And if there is any defecation of any form, then it was just me. I got caught short. Um, anyway, we'll bring the pig on if we can. But first, let me ask you, Aaron. Well, I suppose I should set it up and how I know you, right? It's really, that story's a bit weird. You work for Chris Hadfield, don't you? Yes, that's correct, yeah. And you build websites and, and various other literature promoting Chris Hadfield as a speaker. Somewhat. So we uh, we basically, I manage the website, although we do actually contract that out, but I work with his son, Evan, to uh, to do kind of a blend of marketing and PR and promotional work. And you and Evan phoned me up years ago, nothing to do with this radio show, and said, um, we want to learn some Adobe software because I own a company called adobetrainingtoronto.com. It's hard to do a plug when a pig's looking at me. adobetrainingtoronto.com. And um, so you came, we learned Adobe, and you turned out to be a right laugh. Somehow, we got onto the conversation of pets, and you just casually said, yeah, I've got a pet pig. What kind of pig is that? Uh, he is a Vietnamese potbelly pig, but a micro-mini Vietnamese potbelly pig. Is he? Because I would not describe that as a micro-mini. <laughs> believe, believe it or not, he's actually below average size. So average size can be about 140 pounds. So a lot of people don't realize what they're getting into when they get the quote-unquote, micro-mini pig. And what does bacon weigh now? Uh, he tips the scales at 53 kilos, so approximately 115 pounds. For, oh, actually, uh, yeah. I was always thinking he was heavier than you and I. But no, 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 no. That's about as heavy as a... Um... It's about a teenage girl, basically. It, you know, it is. a teenage girl. Or my what a thing to compare him to. <laughs> I mean, um... I mean weight-wise, is all I'm saying. <laughs> teenage girls have enough body issues, <laughs> and now you're calling them pigs. Pigs, brilliant. Well done for single-handedly ruining oh, yeah. female lives. This is my favourite guest you've ever brought in. It's the best guest ever. I mean, the pig is useless, but the owner's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, my Vietnamese hairdresser is £99. So like this pig, this pig is 1.16 Vietnamese hairdressers. <laughs> um, why did you buy a pig and do you love your pig? Uh, I love my pig, absolutely. I love my pig as much as I imagine some people love their children. You can find Bacon the Pig on Facebook, which is true, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Colonel, uh, although Colonel is uh, abbreviated to COL. So it's COL space Bacon Space Murphy, Colonel Bacon Murphy. C-O-L, Space Bacon, Space Murphy. That is the pig. <laughs> where, where actually is it? It's under the table, and what's happening is he's on a leash. Mm. He's on a leash, and he just strung himself around the legs of the table and was about to choke himself. Are you with the, the same girl now? I'm no, no, it's completely single now. Yeah, oh, are yeah, you? no, absolutely no. Just me and Bacon. We're just a couple of bachelors now living well, the life. Let me so. tell you something, Aaron. That's not going to last long. <laughs> there's a couple of ladies in here that would quite happily do whatever you want for a quick pat of that pig. And that, weirdly, isn't a sexual euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Hello. Hi. Hi, Vinny. I've been compiling this show, and I know you haven't heard it because I've been compiling it, um, but hopefully you'll get to hear it afterwards. And um, I've been putting together some of the best bits over the last few years, and it's really hard to listen to. Not in a bad way, I'm pleased to say. It was actually quite... Um, mentally disturbing, which I think all my shows are, but it was quite, um, it was quite emotional, mate. Listening back to our best ofs. Yeah, you know, I know I'm a bit biased, but I think we're pretty good at this crap. <laughs> oh, I'm. I've had such a good time. Well, thank you. Is all I can say to you today because um, I think without you, this show would have been quite boring. It was. Uh, you know, no one wants to hear me bang on for 45 minutes and an hour and you've been just this really fun optimistic thing to break it up and bounce stuff off and you've always been there for me even though frankly you've been paid nothing more than a few pints <laughs> thanks Vinny I'm like <laughs> I feel so silly for even feeling emotional but I really I've had a really good time doing it and um I always look forward to coming on, and your show is great. I've had a real blast. I've probably been doing about two years with you, and it's been good. Um, Any highlights or lowlights? Well, I've always enjoyed doing trivia on the show. Mm. We've both always tanked really badly. I feel like our scores are always embarrassing, but it's fun along the way. (laughs) Not an ego boost, but hey. And I am always genuinely surprised at the stories that you throw at me, which I know we say this, but it is true that all the things when I'm acting shocked is truth because I've not heard what you're going to throw my way. So <laughs> yeah, you really do keep me on my that, toes. Yeah. If, if anyone thought that we were acting this out, um, I think we could definitely say that there has never, ever been any form of script. Also, since we're on the subject... I've quite often said to you when we set up the call um, or sometimes live in the studio, um, one thing I'm not going to talk about is your relationships. And then I go on to talk about your relationships quite heavily. Every time. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for not being too uh, evasive. You've been wonderful and transparent. And um, if you weren't in my life, it would be a very boring place. There wouldn't be any onesies, banana costumes or mad rants. (laughs) um thanks i i'm so grateful to have you in my life too this is sounding like a like we're never gonna see each other again (laughs) yeah i'll probably see you in a couple of weeks it doesn't really matter yeah we'll probably annoy each other within the first few minutes we're basically like a brother and sister at this point (laughs) yeah it's true it's true well i've been quite open and transparent about the the show to the listener today basically i'm in england i'm clearly not coming back to toronto anytime soon it's not practical to carry on doing the radio show and it's been an amazing run. I've been actually really lucky to be have a boss that said I could do it from England for a while, but obviously I can't do it from England forever and um, it's time to, to wrap it up for a bit, but I think it'll come back in a new form. I think I will get a show in, in England because I can't really live without one. I go a bit mental if I don't have a microphone to sound off into. Yeah, if you don't have your little soapbox to yell, <laughs> to yeah. yell at. Sometimes I shout into the bath, but it just doesn't have the same effect. (laughs) Yeah. No, and so that's why. This is not goodbye. This is just a to-be-continued in some sort of other fashion, right? Exactly. I'm going to be doing podcasts. There's going to be vlogs. And, of course, I have absolutely no doubt that you will be involved in them in some way, shape, or form along the way as well. It's just a bit of a question mark, really. So we'll see how it goes. We'll have a hiatus and see how it comes back, all right? That sounds good to me. 
Um, and thank you for everything. And I think my highlight was the pig, which I played a sample of earlier <laughs> when it defecated on the studio floor. Oh, my gosh, the pig. <laughs> that... I don't even know if you went about this, but like getting approvals to get that into the building or no? Did you just bring that in? Brought the pig in, mate, and just got on with my life. <laughs> just uh, that was the policy. Bring it There's up. There's got to be some sort of safety hazard issue with that. There must have been. I don't think anyone ever knew. And I think it's only today that Mike Ben Dixon will find out about it because obviously he's going to listen to this last show. So, <laughs> Amanda, I'll just take this opportunity to say it was all Amanda's idea and right. um, she was responsible for all of it. Also, any other cock-ups that happened on air were down to Amanda and I've always been very much an angelic perfect figure. Right, of course. Sure, sure. Just use me as your scapegoat. That's fine. Yeah, that's it. Um, I don't have a lot to talk about, really, because basically the entire show has been filled by my rather ridiculously sized ego and uh, and look back at all the other shows. So I don't need you, Amanda, today, and I don't need you in future. But by God, I love you. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. This is it. This is it. So have you got anything you would have changed, anything you would have done differently with our shows? No, I liked them. the way They evolved. I actually appreciated its evolution. It started off as formal newsy poos. Yes, we did used to talk about the news. And then I don't know where that went wrong, but somewhere we just sort of disbanded it. Well, you know what? I think in the beginning it was me trying to convince you to care about certain news items. And then I just for- I just gave up and went along with, I mean, the topics that you ended up choosing, which were a great deal of fun. So well, also, and you did we used let to have, have occasional little- arguments off air because I'd come in and say, right, before we record anything, Amanda, um, what's in the news? And you'd go, oh, did you hear about the Blue Jays? And I'd say, it's not news, it's sport. It's sport. <laughs> um, so- I was just going to say this, my sports. <laughs> you did let me have some moments, though, to, to, to rant about Hilbert sports dying inside all the way through all of them <laughs> <laughs> and then there was an argument we once had that when does sport become news because if everyone's talking about it then it must be news and i'm like well not really only if it blocks traffic and you went yes well that's traffic news so sport yeah, is news exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was um, but i appreciated the evolution i really did it it um it came to being in a really it came to be really natural but i really enjoyed I, all its ups and downs and curves along the way to what it turned out to be right now. If you want to follow Amanda, you can follow her at a Capido. Is that right? It, wow, you finally got it. I think <laughs> this is the first time it took this long. <laughs> only took a few But he years. knew he had to step up for the last episode. Yep. <laughs> and you can follow me at Vinnie White, V-I-N-N-E-Y White. And we'll probably do a podcast next time she's in England because she's over here quite a bit and I'm obviously in Canada quite a bit. So we'll, we'll do a cheeky little occasional episode for a laugh, eh? That sounds good to me. And I owe you at least a big fat steak dinner. Sounds amazing to me. Okay, that got you. That perked you up. Right, cheers, mate. Ta-ta for now and for quite a long time. Cheers. Okay, bye. Bye. You have been listening to The Vinnie White Show, the final Vinnie White Show on News Talk 1010. Probably not the final Vinnie White Show, though. It will manifest itself in another way. I want to do the thank yous now for everyone that's contributed to my amazing, wonderful and weird journey through the Canadian radio landscape over the last 12 years or so. Starting with a big thank you for Mike Ben Dixon of Newstalk 1010, who took a chance on me and hopefully I've proved that I can pay that chance off. 
Um, he's been wonderful to give me this opportunity. Elliot Minardi, my previous producer, and pushing the buttons today, Patrick O'Neill. Thank you to the, thank you to both of you. Uh, Pei Chen, who I used to do crossovers with. All the guests that I've had over the years, everyone from James from Quiz Coconut to other guests like Angela I Yellow, who bought me lots of wine and was incredibly beautiful and lovely. And uh, they previously heard Nerf the Pig. Oh, so many hundreds of other guests as well, of course. Can't thank them all independently. Uh, that guy from Canadian Music Week, who was obviously in a bad mood. I think my worst ever interview. So that was awkward. But thank you to you anyway. Uh, thank you to Mike Bullard and Jip Richards, both of which I filled in for their shows here and there on News Talk 1010. Fantastic opportunities and just wonderful fun to work with all the people in a bustling building during the day. John Moore, who is still on in the mornings and is still fantastic. If you want to listen to him, I very much recommend it. For guesting on his round table was a privilege and an honour where I got to meet even more people. And Kim Geddes, who is in charge of news and is just a really good laugh of a person and fantastic to be around uh, here at News Talk 1010. Uh, more thank yous though. Kent Newson was the guy that started all this. He was the original guy that in Ottawa all those years ago said, yeah, I quite like your demo. We'll take a chance on you. He passed me on to a guy called Al Smith who said, yep, Kent said you're okay. We'll take a chance on you. Uh, let's get you working. And that was fantastic. Ian March, who was the music producer there, and Richard Gray, who was the sort of governor of all of that stuff. I want to thank him. Thank you to Amanda Capito. And that's that. I don't want to cry on the radio. It's embarrassing. I'm 40, for God's sake. But thank you to her. Mostly thank you to you, the listener, for listening. But I'm living in England, so the right thing to do is say thank you to News Talk 1010 and goodbye. And goodbye to Toronto. I'm Canadian. I'll be back to visit. You won't get rid of me completely. Bye-bye. And thanks for listening. (laughs) 